0: BLOB TALK RADIO You never- they said, he's a fraud, he's a god, but he's fully a man, he was born to be a king, and though he was silent, like a man to the slaughter, he was silent, in his patience, he endured. but I know the end of the story, and we're only at the beginning of the beginning. goodbye. Condemned.
1: All right, well, welcome back to another edition of Prayer International Radio. You know, that song, just God, you know, singing over us. You know, the Bible in Zephaniah says, the Lord rejoices over us with singing. Can you imagine that just as excited as you get about praising God? Just as excited as you get when you're entering into his presence and you're singing and you're praising. Maybe you're standing, sitting, kneeling, laying down, lifting your hands, whatever you're doing, clapping, I don't know however you worship, and your heart is going out to God and you're experiencing his life and it feels so good. You know, God gets more excited about you, gets more excited when he sings over you and rejoices over you with singing than you could ever, ever think about being towards him. Think about that for a minute. Whatever feeling you're feeling at the time when you're worshiping God, multiply that times whatever you can come up with in your head. And it's better than that. As far as the way God feels, why would he rejoice over us? Why would he say, come away with me, my child? Why would he call us to himself? he's a loving father and his love is so great it's in his nature see love isn't selfish it doesn't demand its own way God is selfless Jesus A sinless, selfless sacrifice that was poured out for us as an offering, his life. God wanted to share that love because it's his nature to share. It's his nature to give. He wants to share that love with you. To share that joy with you. To share that peace with you as his child. Just Get away with him. Just get with him. Just be with God. Experience his presence. I think we need to read Psalm 27. We're going to go with some. All right, so give me a second here. So if you're just tuning in, look, check us out on the website. We're at www.prayerinternational.org. You can email us at prayer. International at gmail.com. Also, we're obviously on blog talk radio. Check us out YouTube, you stream, Twitter. You can reach us in multiple ways. Look, nowadays, God has made it so easy for us to have community online, for us to study His Word online. Look, at the Internet, there's so many different options where we can connect with God's Word connect with God's people, and just really just have an online community. Now, I'm not dismissing having community. I'm not dismissing going to church. My wife and I, we attend church. You know, we we gather, sometimes in small groups, sometimes in larger groups, sometimes in teaching settings, worship settings, prayer settings. God says forsake not the assembling of yourselves together The the fellowship of the believers And so let's just continue to do that Where we're at in our geographic location But do it online too if you have the ability Do it over the phone if you have the ability Over Facebook or Twitter or Skype Or whatever's at your fingertips Use it for God's glory Use it to glorify God. Psalm 27. David says, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? See, he breaks it down right there in the first verse chapter 27 he makes it very clear he he lets this be a kind of a thesis chapter if you will he he makes it real clear like this the lord is my light and my salvation you know when you're in darkness you need light to show you the way now our technology we've got flashlights lamps Light bulbs, candles, all kinds of different methods. We can turn on our cell phones and put it on flashlight. See, there's a need for light when you're in darkness. And here David says, look, the Lord is my light. The Lord is my light, and not only is he my light, he's the one that guides me. He's the one that shows me the way. He's the one that lights up the dark situation of my life. And illuminates it And makes things clear But he's my salvation He's my saving grace He says the Lord Is the strength of my life See he knew what What source To go to He knew who Who do we go to Who's your source? God, your strength. The one who gives you the grace day by day to keep on going, to raise you up out of your fatigue and out of your lack of motivation and out of your discouragement and out of your depression and gives you the strength to go forward every day. David understood God in this capacity. We're going to find out why. In a minute How In a minute Right now we're just talking about the what And this is what's up See when God is your light And God is your salvation When God is your source And the strength of your life You don't have to be afraid You don't have to fear You don't have to draw back Is God your source Is that clear in your life? Do you understand that not just from a religious standpoint? Of, oh yeah, God's, but is He really your source? Do you acknowledge that it's Him that provides the the work that you have every day? Yes, it may come through a company, or it may come through a person, or it may come through an idea, or something you do, or people you're involved with that make that company happen or that business thrives. But do you, when it's all said and done and you get down to the bottom line, do you recognize that it's God that has blessed you and put you in the position, that has blessed you and graced you with the wisdom, that has blessed you and graced you with the favor to get you where you are, that has blessed you with the friends and the acquaintances and the business associates that you have in your life, Do you recognize and acknowledge that God is ultimately the source and your source? See, David did. And so you'll have to excuse me because we're just in verse 1. But you know, the Bible says to meditate on the word of God. And that word meditate is ruminate, rumin. You're not going to eat, are you? Uh, so we're going to feast on the word tonight. Don't, don't get too hungry here because see, rumen, ruminate, meditate. The word rumen is the same word used for a cow's stomach. And the cow has two stomachs. And what happens is the cow chews on the grass and swallows it. It goes down into the first stomach. And then it comes back up. And it gets digested a little more and goes down into that second portion of the stomach, absorbed and it's assimilated and it's digested and the benefit of whatever is. But see, there, there's something that takes place in the rumen or in the stomach. It's ruminating inside of the rumen. And when something's ruminating It's getting broken down And digested and absorbed And assimilated so that the benefit That's inside of What's being broken down Can be extracted And become a benefit in your life Now we're talking Physiology, food And stomach and digestive blah 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 But now God says to meditate Or ruminate on his word day and night So he says look Just as you chew and digest and assimilate and extract the benefit and the nutrients out of your food from over and over and over ruminating, I want you to treat my word the same way. The same way. That's what we're doing. We're taking it verse by verse. Why? Because you need to absorb. You need to assimilate. Assimilate. You need to get this and digest it and extract the benefit of the word of God into your life. And if you don't digest things properly, you never get the nutrition or the benefit that you need. So why don't we... Have these overcoming 1111 You're going to ask yourself Why we do that I'm not going to tell you tonight So I'll tell you To Keep you anticipating So This is the thing Why are we so unhealthy In our lives You know why Because we don't slow down when we eat we don't eat properly we don't use the right nutrients and supplements to help us to extract and, and digest and get the benefit out of our food that we need and we treat the word of God the same way we go to church and we want to do a crash course on how to become a super christian We don't want to pay the price, and we don't want to go through the circumstances, and we don't want to go through the trials of life and have God have to get us to trust him and have God prove himself and all those things. We just want to go to church and have some preacher break it down for us in three to five to seven points so that we can read those points and do those points. Next thing you know, we become a super. We don't want to study and meditate on the word of God And make it a part of our life On a day to day basis We want to go and get the cliff note And go to the blue letter bible And get it broken down for us So we can just get it in like four sentences Oh the book of Timothy I can tell you what the book of Timothy is about I just read this little Cliff note on the book of Timothy Oh, I, I didn't read the chapters in the book. I I, I just read about the book. Of, and see what happens is we read about to find out about God. But Jesus Himself went to the Pharisees and said, "Look, you you search the Scriptures because you think in them they have life, but it's Me that they testify of." Jesus says, "It's Me that you're looking for." And when you're reading the Word of God, are you assimilating? It? When you're meditating on the Word of God, are you extracting the benefit of the voice and the words of God into your heart? When you're reading the Word of God or listening to the Word of God, is it pointing you to Jesus? And is it real? Is it jumping off the page, speaking to your heart? Or is it just a history lesson? Wow, that's really cool what God did back then. Wow, look what God did for them. Look at all the miracles that God did in the Old and New Testament. It's amazing, isn't it? To see what God used to do. To see what God did back then. To see what God did with those special, selected people. Guess what? Jesus and God are the same yesterday, today, and forever. They change not. God is more concerned about what he's doing in your life right now than how much you learned about what he used to do back then. It's great to know about what he used to do back then. And I'm glad we have that privilege and that honor to read and study and listen and Meditating, get to find out what God was doing back then. Told that we're given these stories. We're given these scriptures. Not just to show us the faith of our forefathers, but so that we can receive Christ by faith too. Let me read Romans 4.20. For all you 4.20 people out there. I'm going to read Romans 4:20 Now I want you to remember this. Talking about Abraham, talking about his faith. We're going to back up, but we're going to read verse 16 through 25. Now I'm going to read it in the King James Version then I'm going to break it down into Chris Herzog. All right, so here we go. Verse 16 of Chapter 4, and then we're going to focus on 420 and 421. Whenever I get to 23 and 24, that's, that's when I smack the ball with the bat. Boom. And I knock it out of the park. And I want you to catch this because actually Paul did this, not me. I'm just sharing, but it's it's still is, is glorious. Believe me. Just let it be real. Verse 16. Therefore, it is of faith that it might be by grace to the end. The promise might be sure to all the seed. Now, what is it saying? By faith Receiving it by faith Because of the grace of God That everybody That's in the seed The seed of Christ That receives Christ And even to those That are of the seed of David That are in the Jewish lineage He's saying look This is for everybody The promise is sure But to that also Which is of the faith of Abraham who is the father of us all, as it is written, verse 17, I have made thee a father of many nations before him who believed, even God, who is quick of the dead, and called those things which be not as though they were. Now, what he's talking about is the fact that Sarah, who was told she couldn't have children, had children and produced the nation of Israel. Now, if you're in that lineage, this is for you. If you received Christ by faith, This scripture is for you I read that because that's what this is saying That this scripture is for us As believers Now Abraham Verse 18 who against all hope Believed in hope That he might become the father of many nations According to that which was spoken So shall your seed be Verse 19, and being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body, now dead, saying he was so old, he shouldn't be having children. He was 100 years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. These people were 100 years old. They shouldn't be bearing children in the natural. See, this is verse 420 right here. This is what I want you to focus on. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God. I'm going to say that again. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief. But he was strong in faith, giving glory to God. I'm going to continue with 21, amen. And being fully persuaded that what God had promised, he was also able to perform. Now this is it. Don't be weak in your faith. Yeah, in the natural, it looks impossible. But don't be weak in your faith. God's the God of impossible. Thank you for that. My wife's over here preaching. God's the God of the impossible here. We're not serving some Buddha, fat Buddha, Or worshiping some wooden idol that can't speak or do anything because it's just a piece of wood. Yeah, we're not all, you know, missing Wendy's because we all think the cow out there is sacred, holy, holy cow. No, we serve the living God, the one true God, the only God. There are no other gods, and we shall not have any other gods before him. And this is how Abraham was. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God. You know what gives glory to God? When you're strong in your faith. You know what pleases God? Well, I can tell you it's impossible to please him without faith. Without faith, it's impossible to please him. If you want to please him and you want to give him glory, Good, huh? I didn't know where you were going here. 420, guys. Romans 420. I didn't know where you were going here tonight. But it's good. All right? If you want to give glory to God, get strong in your faith. Get strong in your faith. Don't waver. See, he says this. 21, being fully persuaded. He was fully convinced. Are you convinced? Are you persuaded? Are you convinced that what God promises, he's able to perform? Because Abraham was. And because he was, even at 100 years old, he said, hey, come here, mama. And that's got to be faith right there because, you know, once you're hitting 100 years old, Things ain't in the same places. Things ain't looking the same. They ain't working right. Come on. Just, just the fact that he can say, hey, mama, that was, that was speaking of faith right there. But guess what? God's not a liar. God's not a liar. Now, get this. Being fully persuaded, verse 21 That what he had promised He was able to perform Now check this out, 22 through 25 Get this Get this, get it, get it, get it If I say anything tonight, that Well besides all the other stuff I want you to get, but get this
0: Therefore
1: it was imputed to him For righteousness Verse 23, now it was not written for his sake alone that it was imputed to him. 24, but for us also, to whom it shall be imputed if we believe on him that raised up Jesus our Lord from the dead. What is he saying? If you believe Jesus, if you believe in the cross, if you believe in the power of the blood, if you believe in the power of the Holy Spirit, if you believe in the words of God, if you believe that this Bible is true, guess what? It's imputed to you, just like it was to Abraham. That faith, that grace, that relationship with God is birthed in you, just like it was in Abraham, the father of many nations. And this was written not only for Abraham, but it was written for us. So what am I saying? Yeah, I jumped out of of Psalm chapter 27 to tell you that this Bible was written for our faith to be built up. And if we'll be strengthened in our faith, and if we'll believe God, it'll give God glory. And if we'll bring God glory, and we'll do what pleases God, then God will rejoice over us with singing. And while God's rejoicing over us with singing, just like we talked about when we started out tonight, the blessing of the Lord will overshadow us and overtake us. The faith and the favor of God, the peace and the power of God, the prosperity and the wisdom and all the blessings that come with being a child of the Most High God will be ours. Is that what you want tonight? Is that what you want? Do you want to make God happy? Do you want to please God? Do you want to give God glory? Do you want to have an overcoming life? Do you want to have faith where you can say, the Lord is the strength of my life. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Just like David And just like Paul said, hey, look at the face of Abraham here. It wasn't written just so you would get all excited about Abraham having children when he was 100. Ooh, yay, Abraham. Although that's a wonderful thing. But it was written so you'd say, yay, God, if you can do it in this man's life, you can do it in my life. God, I want to be fully persuaded that. You're able to perform all that you have promised? Will you stagger not at the promise of God? People get hungry for the word. So just stagger not at the promise of God. Don't draw back yet. Just trust Jesus. Will you just believe God for a minute? Can we just believe Jesus? Can we just decide tonight? God, if you say you're not a liar, well, I'm going to agree with you. Whatever you say you're going to do in my life, Lord, I'm going to do my best to follow you and trust that I'll see these things come to pass. You know, do your best to follow Jesus and trust that these things that God has spoken over your life, these things that God's laid out in his word from Genesis to Revelation, the Old and the New Testament, it's written right there, black and white. God's not a liar. What else has he put in your heart? Doesn't the Bible say that God will give you the desires of your heart? Well, let's trust in the Lord with all of our hearts. Let's lean not on our own understanding. Let's acknowledge God in all our ways, so He'll direct our path. Do you want some direction this year? Do you want some direction this year for your 2014? Well, I can tell you it starts. My my dog just amended me on that. My little chihuahua said, "Yeah." This is the thing. If you want some direction, trust God with all your. If you want some direction, don't lean on your own understanding. Don't think you've got it all figured out. Don't think your way is the way. There's a way that seems right to a man, but Jesus said the end of it's death. Sorry, guys. Only God's way leads you to life. Not your way. So let's pray real quick. We've got 20 seconds. Father, in Jesus' name, I pray your blessing over everybody listening tonight. Father, I pray your kingdom come and your will be done. Father, that you would just let heaven shine on their lives just as it is in heaven, let it be in earth where they are. Father, reveal Jesus to them as Lord, as Savior, as healer. Father, be the provider of their lives. Holy Spirit, be the comforter and guide their lives. Illuminate them into all truth. And, Father, I pray, Father, that your presence and your glory and your power will overshadow them right now, break all the power of darkness, and bring healing in their lives. Father, I pray in Jesus' name, your anointing would break every yoke. I thank you, Holy Spirit, for being here with us. Now go be with the people, Holy Spirit, and touch their lives the only way you know how to do. Lord, fill us with your love and help us to do your will. In Jesus' name, amen. This is Prayer International Radio. My name is Chris Herzog. We'll be back soon. You have a blessed weekend.